0: what's up everyone it's finally here open season podcast trying out this uh live event thing for the first time so uh a few things i wanted to sort of preview and and go over uh before i start the show i got a website You can see it right here. It's the uh, pipelinepod.squarespace.com. I haven't really uh, launched it to go live yet. Um, Pretty soon, it's just gonna be pipelinepod.com. That's a quick uh, outline of it. Uh, I'm gonna be on two shows. I'm very busy. Uh, The first show is, of course, Open Season. That's uh, this very program. Uh, Open Season. uh, Yeah most of you have listened is uh, mainly focuses on uh, politics and current events and getting people on and debating uh, a number of topics. That's the open season podcast. I'm, I'm also on iTunes. Uh, most of the stuff is going to be just featured on this website. If you click the link here, got a nice little about the show about me and there's the uh, feed. Got to get those plays up. Come on, people. Uh, the other show is called Ramblers Anonymous. That is me and two of my buddies, Mike and Jimmy. Uh, we don't just do politics. We focus on some sports, uh, big MMA guys, uh, comedy, number of topics, really. It's, uh, it's just a hangout, a bunch of guys talking, stuff like that. Uh, it's always fun having conversations with them. We're, we're a few episodes in. I uh, haven't really publicized it yet, uh, but most of the episodes you can find right on the Open Season page. Uh, again, it's on iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, and it'll be on the uh, the page here itself. Uh, where you can find me, Twitter, there's my Twitter, at rdenaro on Twitter, r underscore denaro. little picture of Hillary Clinton there. Yeah, I mostly tweet about the Rangers and politics. Get into some fun debates, as you can see here. Oh, uh, yeah, this gentleman. Let's look at this quick. Mullen 3317. He had posted um, some stuff about Kurt Schilling, uh, calling him a homophobe. And I said, uh, how funny is it that you consider him a homophobe. He just posted a picture that he wouldn't accept uh, men in the women's room. And uh, of course, he called me a homophobe, not even knowing that I am technically okay with gay marriage. Doesn't really uh, affect me in any way. But at the same time, uh, I don't think we should be infringing on people's rights and what they believe. Uh, For instance, if the big instance actually is a, if a gay couple went to a wedding cake uh, facility and asked for a wedding cake with two grooms on it, and you know they just said that's not really what, uh, what we believe in, so I'm not going to make it a cake. Apparently, uh, Democrats get all up in arms about it, because if it's something that doesn't satisfy their needs, uh, they aren't really happy campers. Where else can you find me? Uh, you can find me on my Facebook page, the Pipeline Podcast Network. I use that page uh, pretty much exclusively to uh, let people know when I'm broadcasting, if I'm going to be on any other shows. Uh, check this show out, as a matter of fact. Good buddy of mine, uh, Owen Troyer. The page is called it's, – it's his page, Owen Troyer. And the show is called Engage Liberty. Uh, it's really a good show. He gets into uh, – he's, he's also a Donald Trump supporter, which is pretty nice. So uh, I was on his show on Thursday. For a half hour, a really good time. Always a, a really good conversation with Owen. He's a lot of fun to uh, to talk to. So there's uh, there's my Facebook page, the Pipeline Podcast Network. Uh, you can try to find me on Facebook and friend me. I probably won't accept you if I don't know who you are. So that's just a couple different ways to find me, how to find the show. Uh, hopefully people continue listening and viewing for that matter. So let's get into it. Uh, the first thing I want to take a look at, actually, is something I saw today. Uh, these are Trump protesters. And uh, really a, a, a good-looking bunch, uh, the future of our country, mostly kids. So let's uh, let's take a look at this. I would like to just comment. So there's our future youth. Uh, these are the, the future liberals. Of this country and uh, you can see over there it's a little little middle finger action uh, the screaming out obscenities of, of at Trump supporters um, pa- I don't see any parents in the background but I'm sure this is fueled by the parents and trying to teach them what's right and wrong in this country uh, if you don't see a problem with this you have s- serious issues they don't even understand what Donald Trump is portraying, what he's saying. And I'm not just talking about the children, I'm talking about liberals in general. So what we're seeing here is, what we're seeing right now is basically an obsession uh, with people that are supporting Donald Trump and for some reason, black people are getting in on it and calling Donald Trump a racist. And it, it just boggles my mind how people came to this conclusion. Uh, I've made the argument many times. Uh, Donald Trump has been one of the biggest businessmen forever. I mean, he's been the heart of business in New York City for the last 30 or 40 years. He's had one of the biggest hit TV shows. He owns uh, casinos all over New Jersey you've never heard once that Donald Trump is a racist all of a sudden. Now he's uh, running for president of the United States and out of nowhere, he became a racist. Uh, let's continue watching the video. Yeah. So that's the future youth of America. Uh, that's what liberals are teaching. The American children, but let's get into the topic some more. Uh, some of Donald Trump's stances that he actually has, and I want to I want to bring a, a thing up actually uh, with Donald Trump, and it's funny. Taxes is a very important topic in this campaign cycle, and all of you all of you heard from liberals is what they're going to give you for free. What is Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton going to give you for free? But we've never quite heard how we're all paying for this. So I want to just look up a link here. And show the American people how their taxes are going to look. Because this is really important. So let's say in America, today, you're making $75,000. You're a single parent with two children, which mainly happens to, Hey, where's the calculator? Oops. There we go. So, again, let's try this one more time. Single parent, two kids. So under Donald Trump, you're paying forty two hundred dollars less in taxes. So do the math here. That's an extra $82 a week in your paycheck. Okay. Now for some people, yeah, 82 bucks not that big a deal. But for some Americans, that's a huge deal. Okay? Ted Cruz, a little bit less. But look at Bernie Sanders. You're paying $10,000 more. That's one policy right there that you're looking at. And right now, where American people are, are being satisfied the most right there is taxes. Okay? Now, let's talk about other issues. Let's talk about the border. Legal, legal immigration. Is how this country uh, was built it's what this country is made of it was it's what satisfies basically the American dream illegal immigration is breaking the law so I know people get the notion that Donald Trump wants to kick out all the Mexicans Donald Trump does not want to kick out all the Mexicans what Donald Trump wants to do is Get the illegal illegal immigrants, and yes, it will be extremely difficult to get them all out. As a matter of fact, I think he admitted uh, it, there's no way you can get them out. There's 11 million uh, illegal immigrants, and they've stopped counting. That's the most important thing. They stopped counting in the late 90s. So you're somewhere at like 30 million or 40 million illegals in this country. If you, if you start telling all the illegals that they got to get out, it's never going to happen. There's so many places to hide into the crevices of America that they'll just do it. So what he can do is he can get them and legalize them and give them a Social Security card and they can start paying taxes like everyone else. So let's talk about the wall, this wall that Donald Trump speaks of that is so far-fetched that will never happen. Do you know how easy it is to get Mexico to pay for a wall? Number one, the wall will cost somewhere around $10 billion. That's the estimate Donald Trump has given. Uh, Donald Trump is knowing for... Known for building things um, ahead of schedule and below budget. So, this wall may cost somewhere between uh, seven and nine billion dollars, let's just say. We have a trade deficit with Mexico, somewhere around 60 billion. Mexico wants to keep us as a customer, trust me. Okay, we're the best customer in the restaurant. We're we're the the guy with the the nice suit that walks in a restaurant, hands the guy a 20. And he gets a table right away, no matter how packed it is. That's America to Mexico. The other way that America can get Mexico to pay for the wall is something called remittances. Mexicans send about $28 billion a year back to their country from the U.S. Okay? We charge them 0%. not a Nilch. Okay? Carlos Slim... Charges somewhere, I, I believe it's like 30% off those remittances. All Donald Trump would have to do is charge 5%, 3%. Do you start seeing how it gets paid for? At $20 billion, let's say it's $20 billion a year. Trump charges 10% tax on that money. That's $2 billion a year. You pay for the wall in four years. Done. Most people thought that when Donald Trump said that, you know, Mexico was going to cut a check to America for $8 billion and give it to him. It, that don't ever happen. It's pretty simple to understand that. But through remittances, it's extremely easy. But let's talk about Carlos Slim for a second. Uh, here, here's what a lot of people don't know. Uh, the New York Times was going bankrupt. They were closing up shop. Carlos Slim steps in. And he actually purchases the New York Times. At times, Carlos Slim is actually the most uh, richest man in the world. So Carlos Slim steps in and he purchases the New York Time Times. And this is the reason why New York Times A is so liberal and B so pro illegal immigration. Because without you know people like Carlos Slim, there is no New York Times. Just so people understand how it works. Are you starting to see the corruption involved in politics? Okay. Are you starting to see the corruption with people like Hillary Clinton? Bernie Sanders, I won't say he's corrupt. I think Bernie Sanders has an extremely good heart. Um, I, I think Bernie Sanders speaks what he believes is wrong with the world, and he tries to help out. Uh, socialism is, is – I, I don't think people even know why they're getting behind socialism or what socialism is. Uh, I like to, to compare socialism uh, to a classroom of 10 kids. This is a very simple explanation of socialism, and you can say what you want, that it's uh, it's more closer to communism, but socialism is basically a microcosm of communism. Socialism is the economics behind the political system of communism. But you have 10 kids in a class. Three kids study real hard for an exam. Seven don't really study too hard. Seven kids get like 30s and 40s and 50s on the exam, and those three kids get hundreds. And to make up that gap the kids who got hundreds on the exam basically redistribute their scores to the people who didn't study. So everybody gets an average of 80. So what's going to happen to those kids who got hundreds on the test who studied? They're no longer going to want to work hard for for the good grades. They're going to want to just ride the bench sort of and and get uh, an 80. But if they don't study and they don't do better for the class, then everyone's getting 60s and 50s. And that's how you, you basically drive the economy out. That's what socialism I- I- is looking at. Socialism is going to have people say, well, why am I going to work hard and make $120,000 a year when I have to give you know, $15,000 to $20,000 to some deadbeat who doesn't want to work? I'm not going to do that. And major corporations are going to get tired of it. And that's how major corporations, and we've seen it happen. Donald Trump has talked about this. Major corporations like Ford, like, like Nabisco, like Carrier, all want to bring their services overseas. So it's an extremely real thing that may happen. It's something that that Donald Trump wants to prevent. But of course, all you've heard uh, out of people who are against Donald Trump is that he's racist, he's sexist, he's homophobic. Where where did all this come from? The racism comment always gets me because – what Donald Trump wants to do for white people, he also wants to do for black people. Donald Trump wants to create tax cuts for everyone, white and black. Donald Trump wants to create jobs for everyone, white and black. When Donald Trump wants to secure the border, he's not only uh, saving lives of white people, he's saving lives of black people. Donald Trump wants to bring back the United States of America. What we are right now is the divided states of America. This country hasn't, hasn't been more divided you know we're seeing cases like uh, what happened with Michael Brown and Freddie Gray a- a- and all these instances where it's 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 the police against uh, young urban youth that's that's America in in the 60s and the 50s and these protests where people don't even know what they're protesting and part of the reason why people calling Donald Trump's a racist i i had this uh, argument today with a friend of mine uh, a good friend of mine, Gerard, who's, who's a great person. I'll sit down and have a beer with him anytime. The only thing I, I won't discuss with him is politics because the logic is so out there. It's just what, what liberals do it, is they, they run on the point of calling people a racist. That's their that's their rope-a-dope. Okay? That's their calling timeout. That's their throwing in the flag. That's their stepping out of the batter's boxes, calling – Trump supporters and Donald Trump are racist because we've we've come to a country where there's zero accountability. I don't think people realize this. What happened in Chicago and what was happening in St. Louis and what happened in California uh, last week are acts of violence. It's disgusting. People are getting hurt. And it's all young youths who support Hillary Clinton but don't even know what Benghazi is. Don't even know a thing about the email scandal. Don't know what the Whitewater scandal is. Don't know what China Gate is. Don't know who uh, Robert Foster is. But they support Hillary Clinton. And they're blaming Donald Trump. They're blaming the presidential candidate for the violence at these rallies, which is laughable. And the best thing I, I think I've seen so far Uh, unfortunately it had to do with Bernie Sanders. Like I said, I, I I can never get behind him, uh, because economically he's a nut job. But what we've seen from Sanders was, uh, he was asked the question, uh, what is the, the, should Donald Trump take responsibility for the actions of the people voting for him? And Bernie Sanders said, of course, yes, he should. Uh, what's going on is, is crazy. He's promoting violence. And then the reporter, I think it was Anderson Cooper actually, uh, says to Bernie Sanders, but what about your supporters? Uh, They're the ones who have been committing these violent acts. They've been going to these protests and and they're acting very violent. He says, well, I can't take responsibility for the millions of people voting for me. That's hypocrisy in itself. But that's what liberals do. The hypocrites. Like I said, this isn't even about Democrats and Republicans. This is about millennials and reality. These millennials aren't Democrats. They hate Democrats love this country. There's no Democrats like John F. Kennedy in this race. These are people that, that, and and what's funny is Gerard normally tells me, um, Donald Trump preys on the fears of Americans, okay? Hillary Clinton preys on the fact that young people in this country hate America. They hate the country. And she's pandering to those people, okay? She's pandering to the people that step on the flag. If you want it to be a real presidential candidate, if you want to prove you love this country, when you see someone stepping on the flag of the country that you're looking to be the leader of, the best country in the world, the greatest country in the world, and you you advocate that and you're okay with that, you don't reprimand them, they're stepping on the flag, a flag that troops go overseas and defend and die for. See, now I'm not into mudslinging because I want to get into this this topic a little bit about Hillary Clinton. Um, So David Duke goes out and claims that he endorses Donald Trump. So when this happened right away, I said, why would David Duke? First of all, I didn't even know who David Duke was. I had to Google him to find out who he was. Why would David Duke endorse Donald Trump? So I said, wait a second, this doesn't make sense. And then I thought, there's, there's no way that, that David Duke would come out and do that. There's no way. It's obvious that Hillary Clinton, and she's had the KKK in, in her back pocket. We know about her hugging and kissing Robert Byrd. We know about her speaking at Robert Byrd's funeral. That's a KKK person, and she's speaking at his funeral, calling him one of the best friends she's ever had, one of the most important people in politics, a KKK member. So, if you don't think for a second, Hillary Clinton made the phone call and said, Hey, Trump needs some bad press. Uh, why don't you go out and say you endorse him? So he does. And they asked Donald Trump, David Duke endorsed you. What do you have to say about that? And he goes, Who, Who's David Duke? He never said, Who's the KKK? He said, Who's David Duke? And I think uh, the story goes he had a bad earpiece or something. He just couldn't hear. I know, I think he was at a, at a New Year's party or something. He can't hear. So finally, the guy, you know, he hears that he's from the KKK. At a, at a press conference the next day, they asked him the question again. He goes, okay, I disavow. I disavow. I don't want his endorsement. And he said it a hundred times that he disavowed. And that's important because looky, looky what we have here. A Klan leader claims KKK has given $20,000 to the Clinton campaign. And this is Will Quig. We all—I I mean, people like me—I know who Will Quig is. Okay, this is this is a thug. This is a terrible human being, and he's endorsing Hillary Clinton and claims that she's received more than twenty thousand dollars in donations by the Ku Klux Klan. Look at that face. How can you support a face like that? This is a person who's constantly pandered to whoever she can. She's a she's a liar. She's a thief, and like I said, Benghazi is now. People are starting to hear about it, but they should know more. The email scandal is now, where she was sending emails on a private server, thinking that no one was going to find out about it. Government information may have been compromised. Secrets of this country may have been compromised. But, I mean, how is it? This is not national news, but Donald Trump receiving an endorsement a quote-unquote endorsement from David Duke and saying, I disavow when he finds out who David Duke is, is major news. Major news. But you never heard that he disavowed. You just heard on CNN, on Fox, on MSNBC that he received an endorsement from the KKK. But this story comes out right here. There it is in bold letters. Klan leader claims KKK has given $20,000 to the Clinton campaign. And let's read it. She is friends with the clan. A lot of people don't realize that. They deny taking money. I doubt it. Like I said, the story is there. She spoke at Robert Byrd's funeral. There's pictures of her hugging and kissing him. I can prove it. There it is, plain as day. Democrats, this is a liar. And Donald Trump is right, she she does play the woman card. That's all she has, but it's right there. And people call Donald Trump a racist with no factual evidence. That Donald Trump is a racist. He's never said anything racist. First off, illegal immigrants aren't a race, okay? They're people who are in this country illegally. They need to be dealt with the way they need to be dealt with. Try going to Mexico illegally, by the way. See if you don't get shot, okay? Try going to Canada illegally. Try as a Christian American going over to the Middle East and see what happens. Do you want to know who the real Hillary Clinton is? Hillary Clinton is the person that stayed with this man right here for political reasons only. Okay? She wants to portray the image of a strong independent woman, but she's stayed with Bill Clinton due to cheating scandal for the sole fact that she wants to become president. She's not her own person. She's a career politician. These are always fun. I love looking at this. Some of her biggest scandals. Let's go through the good ones. Here's my favorite one. At the end of Bill's term in 2000, they looted the White House. They took $190,000 in gifts and furnishing from the mansion. She claimed she couldn't do that. She didn't know she couldn't do that. Ransacking the White House. I mean, here's the email gate. That's not, but but here, here's the thing. These are facts. These are things that happened. Vince Foster. I think I said Robert Foster earlier, but it's Vince Foster. Okay, he had knowledge of several cover-ups for Hillary Clinton. All of a sudden, he shows up dead. Email gate really happened. China gate really happened. Her bringing friends with her everywhere she went during uh, Bill Clinton's tenure as president. The Whitewater scandal. Oh, another great one. Landing under sniper fire in Bosnia. She she gets off a, a plane in 1996 and she claims that, uh, I guess she, she didn't know there was any cameras around, but she says that she gets off the plane and she had to duck and run to her car because there was sniper fire following her when Load up the video. Let me introduce you oh, a little to advertisement. But she claims that there was sniper fire, that people were shooting at her. Video shows she got out of the car comfortably. She's there. She's she's hugging little girls. Gets right into a car. I think she claimed at that time that she was uh, sleep deprived and she couldn't really remember what she said. Then she just says she misspoke. So she misspoke about. Being under sniper fire. Again, more dishonesty. experience I remember landing under sniper fire. In the speech last week, Senator Clinton was referring to her visit to Tuzla Bosnia in nineteen ninety-six as First Lady. <laughs> the brutal war was over, but hostilities continued. And though the trip was exactly twelve years ago tomorrow, the memory seemed in Doesn't plain. look like sniper fire there. There was supposed to be some kind. At the airport, but instead we just ran with our heads down to get into the vehicles uh, to get to our base. Problem is, that's not what happened, and we should know. CBS News accompanied the First Lady and daughter Chelsea on that Bosnia trip. That's Senator Clinton talking to me on the military flight into Tuzla, and these are the pictures we recorded of the. I don't see any sniper fire there either. Compare that to Senator Clinton's account. I remember landing under sniper fire. There was no greeting ceremony. And we basically were told to run to our cup. There she is. She's a pathological liar. And what you want to try to tell me is that I'm voting for a racist. I'm voting for a sexist. Ridiculous. Zero racial comments from Donald Trump. So I want to just, uh, I guess, start winding down on the show here. It's kind of hard to do by myself. This is the first one, so just bear with me. <laughs> uh, tomorrow is the Indiana Republican primary. Oh, very interesting. Uh, last week I was looking at this, and ARG actually had cruise by double digits. And, uh, yeah, that seemed to change overnight. Wow, interesting. So, I mean, all signs point to, to Trump winning Indiana. I believe there's 43 or 47 delegates in Indiana. That'll bring them close to a thousand. Uh there's another 172 to California, and that should bring him right near twelve thirty seven. Let me educate you a little bit. If Trump wins tomorrow, it's over. Lying Ted has to back out of this race. And 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 there's the hypocrisy of lying Ted too. I'm calling him lying Ted like I'm Donald Trump. Jesus Christ. Put it this way. If Ted Cruz did somehow get the nomination, I would vote for Ted Cruz over Hillary Clinton in a heartbeat. I'd vote for pretty much anyone uh, over Hillary Clinton. I would vote for Leonardo DiCaprio over Hillary Clinton. How's that? But Ted Cruz uh, had said that John Kasich should back out of the race because he was uh, mathematically uh, out of it. He couldn't get to 1237. Now, it, Ted Cruz cannot get to 1237. So what is he doing in this race? The RNC should be uh, a lot of fun. If Trump isn't at the 1237, that is going to be a political Super Bowl. All right, also, this is my, uh, I guess, my first attempt at a, at a live broadcast. It was uh, it was a lot of fun Um, to try to get a little better at this. Uh, Talking to myself here for, I don't know, 32 minutes was a bit difficult, but uh, it's a work in progress. Uh, I'll have an episode of Ramblers Anonymous up, I believe, tomorrow. Um, And that's going to be weekly also. So I'll be doing this show and Ramblers Anonymous will be up. So thanks for listening. Uh, Continue to listen. And uh, I should have some some people on to debate, too, which will always be fun. So thanks for listening. Uh, until next week, ciao. Let's make America great again.